just sounds like a recipe for someone to be transformed into a toxic eye. <laughs> Real. And I'm Isha Bell. And this is Full Time Black Woman, a community for black professional women to live, laugh, grow, and fill the soul. So what are we talking about today, Isha? Today we are talking about toxic aunties. Mm. Yeah, so um, as black professional women ourselves, yes. Elise, we have been in situations where maybe we've been the only black woman in our workplace or one of few. Mm-hmm. So if you just so happen to be in a situation where you're one of few or you may be one of many, you may have come across a toxic auntie. So these tend to be black professional women in workplaces who have a hard time with being welcoming to a fellow black professional woman. Um, They may be off-putting or they somehow attempt to establish themselves as queen bee of the department. Right, Right. The reason we're talking about it is because it's an issue. Maybe not for the masses, but it's an issue for us because we're experiencing it day in and day out. And unfortunately, it's something that's not really talked about much. So Mm -hmm. we need to discuss it here on Full Time Black Women. I think you are right. So let's uh, get into it. How about we do them? Stats for that ass. Hey, stats for that ass. Hey, bringing you back with some stats for that Among adult women aged 20 and older, black women were 62.5% of the labor force in 2017. That sounds uh, pretty accurate, I think. I mean, yes, it sounds spot on. I mean, when you think about it, we are not only outpacing our black male um, brothers in the world, you know, we outnumber them anyways. Yeah. But also, we will outnumber our white female counterparts because more than likely, as black women, we may be the breadwinners in our households. Yeah, that makes sense. That mm-hmm. makes sense. So, in addition to that, for every hundred men, 60 black women are promoted to management positions. So, when I hear that and I hear the first stat that we talked about, I basically get a sense that there are many of us working, but not a lot of us progressing or less opportunity to do so. Yeah, it just sounds like the recipe for someone to be transformed into a toxic (laughs) eye. we stop with all the stats and everything and just go ahead and jump right into defining it. So what is a toxic auntie? A toxic auntie is a mature black woman who's pretty seasoned. They've been around. They know what they're talking about. They have moved up maybe in the company and they have established themselves. These women often display the highest level of professionalism when it comes to their white counterparts and management and things like that. But when it comes to the, you know, the young black females who come in, the new talent and things like that, or their uh, black colleagues, they have less professional maturity and often can be territorial in these environments, basically establishing themselves as, Isha, you mentioned before, the queen bee. So that uh, can create a recipe for disaster sometimes. Yeah, so I would like to add on to your definition of a toxic auntie and Mm -hmm. give maybe a little bit of a more of a in-depth look at it. So there are two types of toxic aunties that I can think of 
off the bat the main ones that you may come across. Okay. They may have different characteristics, but in the instance, they're kind of the same. Mm-hmm. So, quiches in a barrel. Have you ever heard of the crab in a barrel syndrome? I'm familiar. Okay. So, for those who aren't familiar to what a crab in a barrel syndrome is, it's basically, say, for instance, let's put a, make a picture. Mm-hmm. Picture it. <laughs> <laughs> so, golden girl reference. Right. Um, picture it. It's like 20 crabs in a bucket Mm -hmm. and they're all trying to get out because, hey, a crab's not supposed to be in a damn bucket. Right. And as one crawls over the other to get almost close to that room, he can see it. He's about to get out. He can feel, (laughs) he can taste the freedom. Why why am I going backwards? Because he's being pulled (laughs) down by the other crabs. You're like, hey, I need to crawl on top of you to get out. And then he's like, no, I need to crawl on top of you to get out. And then just over never-ending cycle of crabs pulling one another down in order for them to be the one mm-hmm. to get out. And they never do. I gotcha. Yeah. So, I mean, quiches in the burrow are kind of similar to that. Mm-hmm. So, they're more so your peer group. Okay. You know, um, they are the ones who are constantly trying to dim the light of those with ambition mm-hmm. because they just don't believe that you can do it because they haven't been able to do it. Right. And they also have this way of putting the fear of failure in you you know because they just feel as if if they've been there longer than you then they deserve a promotion as opposed to maybe you just have more skill and talent that doesn't matter to them right they are the ones who just feel as if in order for anybody to move up it's gonna be me right so, another you. example of a toxic auntie is the finger okay okay so I'm pretty sure you've seen the movie Django yes so Samuel L. Jackson's character in the movie name was Steven right and he was one of those slaves who feel as if he was better than the rest of slaves mm-hmm. but he was still a slave. Right, right. And he was okay with listening to Leonardo DiCaprio's character who was younger than him, but at the same time, he made sure that the rest of the slaves knew that he was the top dog. Mm-hmm. He was the one. He was the head and top. Yeah, so when um, Jamie Foxx's character came in on a horse, he was like, that nigga on a horse. <laughs> you know, he just could not right. believe it. Who the heck? But he's a slave mm-hmm. calling another black person a nigga. Right. And when um, Leonardo DiCaprio was like, yeah, fix a room for him. He's like, fix a room for him? You won't let this nigga sleep in the big house? Right. Oh, we're going to have to burn the sheets. Oh, mm-hmm. We might have to burn the whole house. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, just one of those people who, when it comes to uh, maybe senior management, they are just so sweet and so nice. They're right. a joy. A pleasure to work with. They're approachable. <laughs> They are just the good kind. Easy to handle. Exactly. You mm-hmm. ain't never gonna get no problems out of us. The finger. Mm-hmm. The finger is the one that we all try to be like. Oh, I love working with the finger. Yeah. The finger is sent from heaven. I tell you, God kissed her himself before he sent her down here <laughs> to be a part of it. One of those people. Uh huh. But then you get the one. Y'all niggas know each other. Oh you my know. God. <laughs> 
that's the side that the other black professional yeah. women get. Yeah. We don't get. Oh yes, I have those straight to yourself. We get to get back to work. Right. What y'all want? Yes, can I help you? You know, you go and ask her a question. Right. So yeah, those are the two types of talks to aunties. Keisha's in the barrel and Stephania. I love those examples. That's like spot on. That's completely spot on. <laughs> so let's talk about how to better recognize these Stephania's and Keisha's in a barrel. There are three different types that we want to talk about. The first one, beware the token. So the token, of course, is the one who has been there and is determined to be the one and only forever and always. They are extremely territorial and you might confide in them thinking, you know, I I respect them, they're my auntie, you know, they're looking out for me, but at the end of the day, they come back and they use what they have learned about you against you. Mm. Another one to be aware of is the dimmer. The dimmer is a Debbie Downer, a bitter Betty who constantly tries to downplay your achievements, make you feel small, but little you dim your light in order to discourage your ambition. Basically, the shade thrower. Yeah, they throw shade all day. The last one, beware the spotlighter. So this person tries to outshine others, but not in a healthy way. They're trying to spotlight their own intelligence, their own knowledge base and skill set by spotlighting your mistakes, highlighting the things that you do wrong or what they believe that you have done wrong because not always are the mistakes that you have really made they just believe they know more than you and sometimes turn out to be incorrect but still have to throw that spotlight on something yeah so i would say that the three things that you talked about beware of the spotlight beware of the dimmer as well as beware of the token so these are characteristics that I feel like toxic aunties may not display all the time. Right. Maybe a once in a while situation. Right. Where you're cool, you guys may get breakfast together, you may go walk in to get your steps in, you may even eat lunch with her. But now that we're bringing these things up, maybe in the back of your mind, things are starting to get unlocked. Like, yeah, that one time I made that one tiny mistake, mm-hmm. but she sent out an email to everybody or cc my manager instead of coming directly to me. Been there. Or it could be another time where, yeah, I've been here for a long time. Don't worry about applying for that job because mm-hmm. they're not going to give it to you. Right. Believe me, I've been here long enough. Do you see me moving up? Right. They don't want us there, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or it could also be the one, uh, the dimmer, the shade thrower. Yes. You know, well, if you did your work on time, then maybe you would have got that promotion. You right. Know? Mm, yeah. Not very supportive. I mean, you could be real with somebody, but right. also being just real nasty or two different things. Absolutely, absolutely. So, how could we handle this? What What's your tip? Well, my tip mm-hmm. has been my tip for as long as I can remember. Right. I don't deal with nasty and negative people. I get you. Those are two areas that I do not care to visit at all. So my tip is to avoid. Okay. Avoid the situation, that person, as much as possible. If you do not have to work closely with them, Mm -hmm. then the best thing for me to do is to act as if you're invisible. Okay. Okay. Casper who? (laughs) I don't see him. Okay. So I have no problem with making sure I go out of my way to not have to deal with you because not only because I just don't want to deal with the negativity 
It's more so, this is my place of work, mm. okay? This is where I make sure that I can provide a livelihood for not only myself, but also my family. Right. This is a place that I worked my butt off in school to get a degree to get here. Yep. This is somewhere where I'm trying to establish a career. Mm-hmm. I do not need somebody who is not going far because if you're that negative right there, negativity begets negativity. Yes, it is. So that means that you are not only hindering yourself, but you're not going to throw that salt in my way. No. And also... I'm from the hood and I don't know how to how to control myself. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think also I know how ignorant I can get. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I just don't want to do that where I actually make my coins. I got so you. the best thing for me to do is avoid it because if I go straight forward with it, oh I'm demolishing it everything in my head. You got a toxicity allergy. Exactly. I'm allergic to it. I'm allergic to nastiness. So Mm -hmm. when it comes down to it, somebody getting stumped, then more than likely it's not going to be me. I don't think so. Girl, please. Don't try to set me up for no HR. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Elise? Okay, so I... I do avoid, but I first try to kill them with kindness. I will... I do not want somebody to get me out of character. That's my thing. You won't get me all rowdy, rowdy, but but all of a sudden, I will kill them with kindness. So if you come at me sideways, you only get a few of these. But you know, I'll be like, oh, all right, I can maybe maybe you're having a bad day. Thank you. I'm done. That's it. That's all. Um, or you know, I don't know. I just I don't want to lower myself to the level of somebody else who is obviously just being immature or has some issues that they are dealing with that is manifesting in the workplace. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be on that level. I want to rise above. Yeah, I, I choose to rise above from a distance. That makes sense. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. But I, 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 you know, I commend you. Thank you. For trying to kill someone with kindness. I try. Look, I just saw a meme that somebody put on social media and they were like, when black people say you're better than me, they're talking about you. They, they don't really mean you're better than me, but you know me. You and our relationship, our it. relationship is deeper than that, but you're better than me. <laughs> That's all I can say. Another way that I uh, deal with toxic aunties, other than just uh, flat out avoiding them, mm-hmm. is I outshine you, boo. I know that's right. That's what I'm about to do. Okay, <laughs> I am going to make sure that your issues mm-hmm. that you may have with me that really are deep seated issues within yourself, correct? Do not, will not, cannot bad boy you know like <laughs> I heard it in my head after I said it I was like oh bad boy bad boy all of a sudden nah, all of a sudden I'm in a shiny suit right? dancing all of a sudden I get some sunglasses on with shiny lips I don't right. know so um there, you're not, ain't nobody gonna hold me down oh okay you're right <laughs> but now now outshine is thinking about that right it makes me think about that but yeah I'm gonna outshine you I'm gonna continue to Kill it when it comes to my performance. Mm-hmm. Build relationships that were are ne- which are necessary within your career, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to allow your terrible thoughts or feelings against me to hold me back from doing what I'm known to be known to do, which is just be a bright star. Right. 
I hear you. That's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that type of energy is contagious if you have it around too if, much. If you allow it if to you be allow contagious. It to be. Like yep. I said, I'm allergic to it, so. I know, that's right. <laughs> I'll spread like this lights all shh. <laughs> get on out of me. Get some red on them. Right. Get out of here. <laughs> so, uh, the last thing that you can do is recycle the petty. So, if you're tired of being kind, you've avoided as much as you can avoid, you continue to outshine because that don't stop, won't stop. But at the end of everything, you can't recycle the petty. Just dish it back. You know, they say it's better to give than to receive. So, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Maybe you just need to professionally clap back on that ass sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, sometimes they got to be put in their place. And I feel like actually they're looking for it, but they want to get that rise out of you. Yeah. No, know? but they want you to do it in a, in a way that will make you look bad. Yes. Now, when you come back and you're like, per my initial email uh-huh. or, you know, per the conversation that we had previously on such and so date, mm-hmm. that type of thing, then, you know, they really have nothing to say. But you want to make sure that you have proofread it said it appropriately, deleted, had multiple revisions, had your friend proofread it, mm-hmm. and then, you know, email it and send it out, basically. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's a... I'm pretty sure I've done that before because the level of pettiness mm. I have attained... Oh, if it was a video game, I would have unlocked the bonus round. I know that's right. Because <laughs> I tell you, the Isha today is so much calmer than the Isha long, 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 long time ago. The Isha back then, please, talks to Auntie, mm, she wanted to last it this long mm-hmm. when it comes down to it. <laughs> then again, the Isha now is making way more money True. than the Isha back then. So True. it kind of mellows you out a little bit when it you uh, see them dollars every two weeks. Yeah, I have more to lose. You do. You are not worth me doing that. My baby got to eat. <laughs> I know, that's right. Oh, you <laughs> need his crunchies. Exactly, my baby need his crunchies. His crunchies on deck. I got cheddar. I got tomato. I got everything you need. Hey, baby, mommy coming with the crunchies. Hey, I'm dealing crunchies like I'm dealing coke. What? <laughs> People. <laughs> what about you, Elise? Have you had any experiences with a Stefania or maybe even a Keisha in a barrel? Definitely with a Stefania. I was new to a company, brand new to the area, and was just happy and excited to start. And I ran into a Stefania. And initially, she was very nice, very pleasant. She was very helpful. She taught me different things about the office and things like that, or was attempting to. And the first time I had an incident, she was training me on something, and I asked her pretty appropriate question considering what we were talking about and she was like she laughed at me she she laughed at me and then covered herself and said you know what I wasn't I'm just I wasn't laughing at you I just it was just a question you know you've been around and you just and I was like Ah, yeah. First of all, that's not even a great explanation to laugh at another professional. Exactly. But uh, she tried. She did. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take this one on the chin. Maybe she didn't mean it like that. Maybe I just misunderstand her Mm -hmm. or something like that. So I'm killing it. Okay, killing with kindness. I was like, okay. Um, see, that's not where you kill kindness. (laughs) Killing with kindness. It's like, okay, I understand. Um, can you, you know, elaborate on what this is and can we move on? And so we did. We moved on. Everything was cool. And me being new, I went to work and 
thought we had a dress down day. At all of my previous jobs, we've had dress down days, and I was mm-hmm. like, yep, we're gonna have a dress down day. So I dressed down, I saw other people dressed down, and I was like, yep, I'm doing the right thing, I'm cool. Come to find out, there was no dress down, there was no casual day. So next thing I know, an email goes out, and it goes out to our entire department. Are you serious? Everybody from <laughs> VP to AVP to what? A, B, C, D, like everybody <laughs> on the list and um, basically saying just remember that our dress policy includes blase blase and you cannot dress down unless you do blase blase. Now are these other new employees or no, I am the only new employee. I am brand new as of like three days or something like that and everybody else is like 10 plus I mean seasoned, I mean have been soaking overnight marinating <laughs> for three days in the refrigerator type season. So they they have been there, done that, known everything. And this email comes out and I'm just like, that's for me. That's obviously for what? me. What? Like she couldn't just come talk to you but face every, to face. Right. No. And that's what, exactly. So I went over to her and I was like, you know what? I appreciate what you are trying to do here. But next time, if there is a next time in this situation arises, can you just come and talk to me? Because I am new, Absolutely. so obviously I didn't I didn't know this, but it would have been helpful if it was mentioned to me previously. Mm-hmm. But if, if you have something to share with me like this and of this nature, we sit not far from each other. Just come talk to me. Exactly. Like, oh, okay. And that was the end of most of our interactions. Uh huh. Yeah, that was that. That is just disgusting. Just somehow just- had to. Spotlight, Spotlight. your mistake. Exactly. And then by laughing at you, that was somehow the way also trying to dominate you as Mm -hmm. well to make you feel as if you don't know and she's an expert. Yes. So that that is so messed up. Yep, yep. What about you, Isha? What's your experience been with Estefania or Keisha in the Barrel or so I've never had a Keisha in a burrow, but I have had a Safinia. Okay. Isn't that crazy how we both never had Keisha's a uh, Keisha in a barrel? Someone of our peer group who yeah. has been negative or anything like that, but I'm happy though. I'm happy too, because that just shows you that our generation, you know, is maybe progressing to the point that we are trying to support one another versus mm-hmm. trying to cut one another down. Yeah. Because we're more privy to the to the game that's yes. going on. The yes. overall game that's going on. Right. Um now with my Stefania. When I first started, you know, she was approachable, but she was giving like kind of backhanded statements. I wouldn't even say backhanded compliments. It's just she would say things as if she was a level above me. But when it comes down to in all actuality, she was at the bottom of the bottom of the, the you know, the, the food, food chain. Yeah, the food chain. The bottom of the food chain. But she had to somehow try to do a mind switch on me to feel as if she was above me because she's been there longer. Mm. You've been there longer, but you don't have the skills or talents for the position that I was hired for because that was true. They would have hired you Ooh. and not me. So, speak it. Yeah, I let a few of the first things pass. Mm-hmm. You know, I would go home and tell my husband, like, yeah, this happened at work. He was like, wait, wait, what happened? Mm-hmm. And I, you know, reiterated to him what happened. Triggered. Um, exactly. And yeah. he was like, yeah, no. It was like, don't you ever let her speak to you like that again because she's trying to dominate you and she's also trying to undermine your expertise Mm -hmm. of the reasons why you were recruited to come over and take this position in the first place. Right. So let that be the first 
and last time you allow her to get away with stuff. But I think the reason why I allow her to do what she did is because in our black culture, we have been raised to respect older black women. Absolutely. You know, um, no matter how much older they are, if she's an elder yes. to us. Mm-hmm. So you don't really question. Mm-hmm. You don't really check. You don't really, you just kind of fall in line because look at the black women who have been in our lives, right. our mothers, yep. our grandmothers, mm-hmm. our aunts, you know, uh, could be coaches and everything else. You just, in our culture, that's what you yeah. do. You respect first and you question later. You question later mm-hmm. and it does seem to be a good thing because we're respecting our elders as you should do right but at the same time when you're in the workplace it's no longer that cultural it's a cultural clash yes. when it comes to corporate america yeah you know like the generations don't matter it's all about your expertise and what you have to bring when it comes down to it i'm your co-worker mm-hmm. not a little kid exactly not your niece i am not your not child not your child you don't pay you my don't, rent you don't pay my bills you need to respect me right so um, that's the reason I think we tend to allow them to slide because of that cultural upbringing to respect an older black woman. Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. Um, and then also the situation with this Tafinia was it my issue initially. There was a younger black female who she was training and the training was so, so unprofessional. Like, mm-hmm. she was talking to her like she was going over her, her kids' math at the kitchen table Mm-mm. during her training. Mm-mm. Like, where's five? Well, this one's five. Where do you see five? Like, she doing a hand clapping thing and everything. No. And the rest of the team was hearing this. And we're all like, whoa. This is so unprofessional. I've never been in an environment like this. Because everywhere I have been, fortunately, I have had positive aunties who have all been there to guide me, Mm -hmm. to be a resource, to be an open ear and a shoulder to lean on if I had situations being black in corporate America that I couldn't talk to my white counterparts about. Mm -hmm. You know, they have always been a sounding board. Right. And I thought all aunties are like that. Mm -hmm. Wrong. Little did you know. You was wrong. <laughs> okay. And um, I kind of befriended, you know, the younger black female because I wanted to be that positive auntie for her that I have been blessed to have my entire career up until the point of coming to this place. Right. Once we built that friendship, oh, Sophia started to attack me even more. So you were guilty by association. Guilty by association. But what what did you say before? They have a level of immaturity Mm -hmm. that just cannot be defined or understood. And I didn't try to waste my time trying to figure it out. No need. Even though I was friends with younger black female, I was still speaking to her because what? We're professionals. Exactly. We're professionals. We're here to do our job. I'm not here to be your friend. No. Okay. No, Mm -hmm. new friends. (laughs) <laughs> but at the same time, I'm going to respect you because we have to work together. Right. She would slowly but surely not speak to me when I would say hello or good morning to That's her so when rude. we passed one another. Or I would come and ask a question and she would be defensive and think that I'm trying to put her in her place because she, you know, doesn't want anybody questioning her at all. How she old could are do we? no wrong. what is that oh my goodness so all in all I do not talk to toxic auntie at all I avoid Mm -hmm. because when it comes down to it 
I don't know how I would handle it if she decided to test me. And I'm not trying to mess with my coins. I hear that. So, I mean, when it comes up to it, that's who they are. That's who they're going to be. And we can only do one thing, and that is control how we react to the situation. Exactly. So, basically, to your point, Isha, we need to follow the tips that we talked about previously. So, whether that's avoiding, whether that's killing them with kindness, they only get a few, though. Outshine them because we will always let that light shine. Or recycle the petty if you need to. Sometimes sometimes you have to go there. Sometimes. Yeah. Do it professionally. Do it professionally. But uh, we just wanted to make sure you had these tips, help you understand and recognize some of the toxic aunties that might be out there. And again, they might not show all of the symptoms of being a toxic auntie or do it all of the time. But there are instances that you should look out for Mm -hmm. to know how to handle yourself accordingly. So with that being said, we want to thank you all for listening. And remember, ladies, we're here for you full time from coffee to wine. And to remember to play your power perfectly. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Full-Time Black Women is created, recorded, and produced by Elise Real and Isha Bell. For more opportunities to live, laugh, grow, and fill the soul, be sure to like, review, comment, and subscribe to Full-Time Black Women wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Help us build this community by sharing with other full-time Black women like yourself. Visit our website at fulltimeblackwomen.com to see what's new or to reach out. Have something to add to today's topic? Join our Facebook group, Full-Time Black Women Conversations. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Full-Time Black Women or on Twitter at FT Black Women.